This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Hello. Well, hello, and welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe, serious about style, not so serious talk. Let me introduce you to our hosts. We have Bruce Flammer, owner of Michael Bruce Image Consulting and style expert extraordinaire. Yo, yo. <laughs> he came up with his own title. <laughs> I know. Beck, our fabulous stylist, travel enthusiast, and thrift culture countess. That's right, Countess. I like that. <laughs> wow. Stacy, our brand consultant and pop culture princess. I want a princess. Princess. Because I have a crown. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Pamela, image consultant, stylist, and resident shoe queen. Hello. Hey, team. <laughs> oh, wait, time out. How is she the queen and ahead of both the princess and the countess? I'm just asking. She is, she is British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. All right, all right. Isn't that resident? And I think yeah. she wrote the descriptions. So. Yeah, she did. So. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get king. No, you are definitely yeah. king. <laughs> Your head's big enough. We don't need to go there. All right. So just for our listeners, just to kind of recap of what our show is all about. Each week, we'll be having a lively discussion about all things style and fashion related. We want to break down barriers for people, debunk some style myths, and impart maybe a little wisdom. And this week, our Which show is... Which is true, just a little. Just a little. <laughs> a lot. We keep it real. We keep it real. We do keep it real. And so this week, our um, show is Ball Gowns and Britches, a look at the Oscars. Which, ironically, is not keeping it real. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally not keeping it real. Like, hey, guys, like, listen to us. We're going to tell you about all the things you need to know about working from home and in real life. So now let's talk. But, I mean, I'm sorry. Oscars are part of pop culture and I am the princess and it only makes sense that we would we would talk about this absolutely absolutely right. that's but what we're, we're not just going to talk about the glitz and glam f- to make it more realistic we want to talk about you know um something that's really important to us as image consultants and stylists is people feeling comfortable and confident in their clothing so having a look at what appeared on the ru- on the red carpet and who um really f- for us when we looked at it who looked as though they really were comfortable and were owning their style and who showed up as themselves or how, how we perceive themselves were they playing a role when they oh i'll start this one right out of the box Zhao. <laughs> oh my god a she wore sneakers b she had a crossbody bag i, I mean, knew she's my you were hero. gonna love <laughs> yeah, her I, I knew you would love yes. her her dress was Hermes, so like that's three strikes, and she's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, you know, when you look at what she was wearing, the sneakers and the color of her dress, it's really indicative of what we're seeing in stores for us yeah. regular people. You There's know, because let's, let's be stores. honest, style isn't just for the elite. Style is for us mere mortals too. Um, but yeah, that definitely. When I saw her walk the red carpet in that ensemble, was definitely like, okay, that's very. That feels very for the moment. You know how we talk about with, um, you know, with designers how they 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 tend to do their collections or their their garments based on what's happening in the world. That one to me definitely felt like a this is a real now authentic to what's been happening in the last year. Oh, for sure. I also liked it because it just felt like she could just she really did feel comfortable to be herself. You know, mm-hmm. it's just I want to know if she had snacks in that bag. Oh, I'm sure she did. <laughs> I hope she did. She's my new hero, so yes, of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> All your three favorite things, Beck. Crossbody, sneakers, 
and you know and snacks and Hermes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I do think it's worth noting that, um, and I'm sorry if I'm I'm going off on a tangent. It's what we're known for. Um, Squirrel. Exactly. I do love the fact that this year's Oscars showed so much diversity. It is a shame that I am normally a movie fanatic and I saw none of the movies. And so I feel that I'm an average Joe and that if I didn't see a lot of the movies, and I normally do, a lot of people didn't. And it's a shame that in this year when there were so many films and actors and actresses and screenwriters, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. that were honored and there was such a diverse red carpet, it's a shame that people may have been a little bit more apathetic than usual. Here, I'm going to put a plug in for a movie that now you guys know how much I do not like animated movies. Which I talk about them all the time. Like, ah, don't want to see it. Haven't seen, you know, what's Frozen and all those other ones. But you have to see Soul. I it heard. is a great movie. We actually it watched it last night, too. Yeah, we watched it uh, when I was back home um, when my dad's memorial service. And the night before we were prepping for it, my sister said, we need to watch something kind of lighten the mood and kind of get us in the mood. And I'm like, well, what are you going to watch? And she was like, we're watching Soul. And I'm like, what's Soul? And she was like, I'm like, oh, that's that anime. I said, I'm not watching anime movies. She goes, you're sitting down in that chair. You're watching a movie. You're going to love it. I love your sister. And literally, I was like, I want to watch it again. It was so wow. good, you guys. You have to check it out. It's a great story. The music is fabulous. There you go. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, I have to say, speaking of the music, when John Batiste accepted his award and he had that fabulous brooch on his jacket, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. on the lapel, he mm-hmm. looked fabulous. But also, a little tiny side note, Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, nominated for two Oscars last night. Right. Two different songs, two different movies. Like, what are the odds that Nine Inch Nails is like... Gone legit. <laughs> oh, well, go. I mean, oh, wait a minute. Gone legit? They're too legit. Too to legit. Too legit. Yeah. Can we add that to the play- playlist? <laughs> we should probably let people know what it is we're doing when we, you know, we, know. we throw out these song titles. Stacey, do you want to enlighten people what's happening here? I would love to. So, whenever the team gets together, whether it's for this purpose or we're working together or whatever, all of us, really, except for Pamela, has the attention span of a gnat. And somebody will say something or a situation arises, and it reminds us of a song, either the beat or a lyric or something. And so it became clear that we needed to start a playlist. And so Pamela, wonderful at pulling all things together in a cohesive package, put together a playlist that is on Spotify, and it's public, and... She curates these songs that we mention, and they accompany the episodes, and it's a really fun playlist that shows the depth and breadth of our musical knowledge. <laughs> so we did too legit to quit. Yeah. So, all right. So we should probably just, get back to the topic, actually. We should. <laughs> we should. Absolutely. I wanted to just touch quickly on the point that you made there, Stacey, about having not seen a lot of these movies. But what's different this year that I think it was maybe 26 of the movies that were nominated in some category or another were actually from Netflix as a streaming service. So mm-hmm. I think if you go back, you could probably find some of those movies and, and watch them at home. It's not quite the same necessarily as going to the, the cinema to watch it. Um but it is available. And I think what's nice about that is you can watch it after the awards and, and figure out whether you feel that it was, you know, just or whether some somebody else for you. Because I think it's it's definitely, 
every person that watches it has a different feeling for each movie. So you may not agree with the, you know, with who won or who did, but, um, but they're available for people to watch. I know I sat and watched Promising Young Woman with um, Kerry Mulligan a couple of weeks ago, and I, um, I thought it was a good movie. I also made it made it a different experience because normally if I've seen the movies, then my expectations about the actor or actress Hmm. is front-loaded in terms of what I expect for them to show up at the Oscars. So having so many new people show up this year, I didn't have any preconceived notions. And, you know, one thing that we talked about with this episode is that while the Oscars is very glamorous for all of us that are watching, this is their day job. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And so to what you said at the top of the episode, Pamela, you know, it's like who incorporated who they really are into their well, day see, job. It's funny you say that, Stace, because um, well, I think we're going to take a quick break, and then I have a point to make about that when we get back from the break. So hold that thought. Be right. right back. Be right back with Michael Bruce Image Consulting, Wisdom from the Wardrobe. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. This is Stacey Heller. I'm with Bruce and Beck and Pamela. And we are talking about Oscars, fashion and style. And Beck, before the break, had a point. So I did. And here's my point is that when you watch, you're talking about how personalities can be real. When I watched The Crown and I watched the woman who played Camilla, I thought, oh, God, she's a horrible person. And then last night, there's Emerald Fennell up there, pregnant in her light green dress, looking like spring shine, being charming and lovely. I think that represents more who she really is instead of this character that she played. Like, I associated Mm. her with more sort of negative things until I saw her in this sort of flowy green light dress and just being charming. And, you know, it really, it's changed how I viewed her as a person. So I think... You know, you're right, Stace, it's a way for them to sort of dress themselves as they really are and how they represent themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they've got that Gucci gown was gorgeous. Do you feel, do you think, though, that she looked comfortable in that gown? Yeah, that she looks like print she's hugely green, pregnant. Yeah, so. was that well, the yeah. print light green dress that was flowy? It was, yes. the green and, and pink, yeah. Floor, yeah. you know, the floral It was floral a little mumsy. It was a little mumsy. Yeah. You know, I think she just... She, I think she looked fabulous. She was glowing. She's a one, you know, she did a great job in The Crown. And also mm-hmm. she's part of the, um, she wrote the screenplay for. Um, and directed it. And directed yeah, it. and directed it along with Margot Robbie and so on and so forth. Well, actually, Margot Robbie was one of the producers. But, you know, she was a little fidgety on the runway, you know, on the runway, the red carpet, you mm-hmm. know, and I didn't know if that was because the dress didn't feel like her or if it was just the situation that she was in. But, right. um, you know, I, I loved that it was, bright and floral and just you know just a ray of sunshine i loved all of the the color everywhere i thought the color was fabulous on everyone whether it was the women or even the guys i just thought having so much color on the runway was just a breath of fresh air 
I think part of the fidgetiness on the runway, even Zendaya, who has walked 8 million red carpets, was it's the wind that was blowing her dress. And I can <laughs> see that she was trying to hold her dress down to keep the lines for the photos. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have factored in some of the women with breezier okay. dresses. I, I commented, it looks was... like uh, Zendaya had, um, in, you know how Beyonce always has the fan in front yes. of her? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, she has the fan behind her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can we talk about Zendaya's dress? Because oh my God, I, I that thought dress. that was beautiful. One, you know, um, when looking at who walked down the red carpet and what they were wearing, you know, obviously looking for those those trends that have been incorporated in. And of course, she wore that gorgeous yellow gown, which, you know, was in um, the luminous yellow you know but she also had that cutout in the middle which again yeah, is like another bandeau one yeah yeah but she just looked so regal she and I, I don't know i just think color wise it was a bold choice not necessarily for her because you know we we're used to seeing her in bold fashion choices or style choices but it was just so glamorous and so elegant and i just thought you know it just it made me smile it was just a beautiful beautiful dress on such a young her, talented young woman her stylist la roche does an amazing job and they work very closely together and it's very apparent because mm-hmm. while she does, you know, in real life, she's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. She loves to play dress up. So for her, part of her personality is really incorporating the playing dress up and being bold and having fun. Mm-hmm. And she and her stylist clearly work very closely together and she always seems effortless and comfortable in what she's wearing. Safety would be happy because there was people with feathers on the uh, runway. Okay. <laughs> we know what she loves, um, feathers. <laughs> okay. Hi, hi Bjork. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I had the same thought, Beck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you really did. From that comparison in my head, that's for sure. Even so. Laura Yes, right? yes. <laughs> Okay, but let's not, let's not go there. Let's go with the highlighter trend. So we talked about Zendaya, and yes, we talked about the bandeau trend, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of highlighter colors. And I got to tell you... um. Coleman Domingo. Coleman Domingo. Okay. All right. I mean, that let's talk the hot about pink that. one, right? Yeah. The he, hot pink yeah. suit. He wore the, uh, yeah. the Versace, the Atella Versace hot pink suit with the, the crystal encrusted on the shoulders mm-hmm. there with the, the tonal shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a bold, bold move for him to wear that. But he looks so comfortable in he it. Did. And 100%. so confident. I just thought it was, yeah. Don't you have I, that suit, Stace? I mean, not the Versace part, but don't you have the hot pink you suit? You do have a whole I hot pink suit. I do have a hot you pink do. suit, you look and as I will good in it. tell you that I do not look as good in it. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, the, you do. Well, I appreciate that lie. The um, the three gold buttons with the vest underneath, I yeah. mean, the whole thing mm-hmm. is really... And then my other crush of the night in a very kind of opposite of the spectrum with the men was Charles King, who wore the brown tuxedo jacket and mm-hmm. then, like, the spectator the, loafer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, yeah. how are you? <laughs> um, and then I was talking to Bruce before the show, and I thought that Sasha Baron Cohen, um, if you, I mean, Borat, all I have to say is Borat. You're yes. going to be like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. he's wearing like a unitard thong thing. <laughs> if you look up what he wore, he looks like he's in a um, movie like A Room with a View yeah. or something like that. It's yeah. very, very retro. Well, I think... For him, it's important to note that he was nominated twice last night. Yes, yes. one for Borat, mm-hmm. but the other was The Trial of the Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. I think he is a really smart guy. And yeah. He knows yes. when to play it up, but he knows when to take it seriously. So, yeah. Am I going to need to get a double-breasted that. jacket? I mean, I used to wear them all the time, but no. I'll tell you. Uh, I, but they were all over the red carpet, they right? They are all over the red carpet. They were. So this, yeah. is the, this is the conversation that we have with our clients all the time. Like, is it... 
Is it fashion? Is it mm-hmm. your style? Is it a trend? So you're going to have to have a little conversation with your team and decide which one I of those I wear double-breasted all the time, so... Right. But it's right now, it's definitely a trend. It's Mm -hmm. not necessarily that it's now your style, right? Your style's evolved. Um, But I have to admit, it did. I mean, I'm not always a huge fan of the double breasted jacket, but they were really, you know, really tight, looked really great on that red carpet. And I loved that a lot of the guys actually did. black and navy together mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to straight black. Yeah. And all yeah. of that tonal look with, you know, the navy shirt underneath the black jacket. Um, you know, people Tyler Perry have this misconception. Yeah, I loved what blue. Tyler Perry... That looked really good. Yeah. I will say, I when I was looking at all of the men, I seemed to be especially attracted to the men last night, not going to lie. And they... I kept hearing all of you in my head about the fit and like the cut of the pant and where it and where it breaks mm-hmm. with the shoe mm-hmm. and the fit of, you know, the double breasted jacket and how important fit is. And, yeah. you know, it's the thing that we are constantly talking with our clients about and right. how important fit is and what a difference it can make. And, yeah, you know, that was very evident when you went through. The pictures yeah but i wonder uh, you know the for those um ensembles that were were not quite where we you would expect it to be with respect to length of pants and mm-hmm. cut and those kinds of things whether that's because you know was that garment on loan to them as opposed to right just you know so right. obviously if it's on loan from a designer they're not going to want to necessarily shorten it the way it should be or whatever but i think for the most part they look good you know and this like you said stacy is something we talk about all the time that clothing doesn't fit anybody off the rack necessarily um so alterations are always a key component of great style because um you know style's not just for the elite and we say this all the time um but the simple things like making modifications to your clothing can make you feel as though that item was made for you by a designer um and have it be you know fit you really well and have it look like flawless effortless style can i also can we talk about jajang yuan and the dress that she wore she wore pockets with the pockets yeah she wore so um marmar halim is an egyptian uh designer and she wore this dress and i was like I'm like, is there a tissue and like a hard candy in that pocket? (laughs) Because like she had like the cool of like a grandma. Mm -hmm. That's like she she looked comfortable. I like when something's minimal, but it Mm -hmm. like you can tell she's a small lady. It's minimal, but the texture of it kind of totally worked kind of for her. So I thought it was a really good pick. I loved everything. Yeah, I loved everything about. I loved its simplicity, even though you know it had the volume for a ball gown, Mm -hmm. but it didn't. It wasn't ostentatious and over. It didn't overwhelm her either. It didn't. No, and it felt like her. You know, she's not some. She's not you know, this kind of gregarious person. So, you know, a, a dress with tulle and taffeta may not have actually worked well for her, but this, this understated elegance for me was just, it was just lovely to see. The oh, other yeah. one that see. I love, love, loved was Fatima Farin um, Mirza. <gasps> okay, oh, yes. That turquoise. The turquoise. Beautiful. It was and beautiful. It was gorgeous and blue. I mean, it's so funny because with the women, the dresses that I was very attracted to were definitely very structural mm-hmm. and the structure and the color and the texture spoke a lot. And, you know, that made me excited to see what impact that then has on trends for mm-hmm. the rest of us. Cause I'm like, Oh, I loved it. There's definitely a nod to 
old Hollywood glam, if you will, but kind of with a new modern kind of take, if you will. I thought it was actually yeah, some of the dresses. Were like beautiful. just before we get off the guys, one more. Lakeith Stanfield in his outfit, Stanfield, Stanfield yeah. in that belted sort of jumpsuit. The jumpsuit. Thing. Wait, oh my the God, coverall. No, yeah, the guy that was nominated for... White, he had the big white um, mm-hmm. collar yeah. on. Just, for me, it was very Anchors Away, Frank Sinatra sort of mm-hmm. like retro. Yeah, it was a little coverall. I I didn't see coverall. I saw like trim and sleek. I thought yeah, it looked fantastic. I did too. Yeah. Okay. And then we uh, we have to talk about um, Leslie Odom Jr. and his gold suit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I bring that slightly bigger? So he wasn't the only one in gold. And when I saw, I saw him wearing gold and Andrew mm-hmm. Day had gold and Carrie Mulligan get gold. What popped into my head was. Okay, by the way, I'm wearing Kwan. gold today. I'm yes, <laughs> wearing gold. What popped into my head was Michelle Kwan when she did her after the Olympic skate to the song Fields of Gold, but she hadn't won the gold. She won the silver and spent the entire routine with tears streaming down her face. I find it interesting to note that everyone who wore gold last night did not actually win the gold trophy. So it's almost mm. like you're jinxing yourself. Don't wear gold. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't anyway. thought about it that way, but yeah. Just but an observation. Yeah, that, that's an interesting observation. Yeah, definitely. But I thought, again, that was a bold move for him. That suit was just fabulous, that gold suit. I mean, just really cool. Um, and then I, it was for me, it was really unexpected. And then Kerry Mulligan's dress, okay. I loved it. Again, again with the bandeau, though. That was a real, the yeah. cutout. And under, yeah. that, was a, that was a really... Mm-hmm. And I think hers was actually a two-piece, whereas Zendaya's was actually a dress. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she had the gold bandeau, but that full, yeah. you know, gold sequin yeah. skirt, oh, yeah. which just Gorgeous. had... It was like Hollywood glamour meets the future. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just really liked it. I think she's fabulous anyway. But um, I just... I just thought it was a it was a cool bold move and I really enjoyed that. So that out of for her. left field and sort of gold adjacent mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, Dana Murray, who for all I know is like you know a nanny for somebody. I really and no disrespect to you at all, Dana. I'm sure you belong on the carpet, but yeah, I that skirt I was a little poofy. I love it. Stacy loves it. Okay, it's very I, Connecticut. I said she looks. <laughs> Very, you know, do I think it's necessarily Oscars, but do I think it's real person getting to go to the Oscars Mm -hmm. and thinking like I'm making a bold choice. And again, it goes with my structural vibe and the fabric feels a bit like a tapestry, which Ya Young Yoon's dress had also a, a, you know, kind of that brocade Mm -hmm. type or, you know, Mm -hmm. textured fabric. And yes, it's random, but I love it. If I was blonde and young and from Connecticut and got to go to the Oscars, I might choose something like that. Okay, see, finally, head, I have all to. All I see is that poofy skirt, and all I think is like, oh, it's got scratchy tool underneath it, holding it out in shape. And I'm like, that just you're fidgety. You're thinking Beck. about being yeah. fidgety, Beck. Just okay, pockets, so though, so it gets thumbs up for that. We we have to say we have to mention Regina King. Oh, oh so, my goodness, yes, Pamela. Yeah. What did that dress for you like evoke? So, so when I saw it, the first thing I was drawn to was the shoulders, the fact that it looked like a butterfly. When I was kind of thinking about maybe what her thought process was for that dress, because I mean, she looked stunning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just absolutely gorgeous. But the fact that it, you know, the, the shoulders of that looked like butterfly wings, mm-hmm. it's like her emerging, you know, this was her first time directing a movie, yeah. you know, her kind of, her, her flight into a new yeah. career as a, a phenomenal director. Yeah. 
And I just thought everything about it was sophisticated, but it had that Hollywood glamour to it. The, the, the color cuts, was gorgeous. The color was beautiful. Yeah. The cut of the dress just the cut fit was her exquisite. body. Exquisite. It was fit her body shape mm-hmm. perfectly. And it was just kind of the epitome of everything was right with it. And she just, she was stunning. She yeah. owned it. And you're making stunning. me like it more. <laughs> she owned <laughs> really? it. She yeah. owned it. There was one other dress that I thought was, I, I loved from the fairy tale. Kind of, I felt like there was definitely some fairy tale vibes to some of these dresses. And it mm-hmm. was Celeste White, uh, sorry, Waite, Wait. who you know is a British uh, songwriter. And she had that black and red custom Gucci dress on with the anatomical um, heart Judith clutch. Lieber? I think it was uh, a Judith Lieber oh, bag. I thought the heart clutch was a little bad. Well, it was more the dress. It just, you know, it definitely had a, I don't know if anybody watched that Once Upon a Time that was on ABC years ago. It kind of had that vibe to me. But going back to somebody who didn't look as though they felt comfortable in what they were wearing, playing dress up a little bit, that, you know, that was just another one of those dresses. But all in all, I thought, you know, she looked amazing as as everybody did. It was just a fun night. It was very different from Oscar's past. Yeah. But I liked the I new think they had to, to pivot. Yeah, pivot. <laughs> but they did a so, good job. Mm-hmm. The, the one dress that I had I struggled with slightly was um, Vanessa Kirby, that pale, pale pink that I saw her tugging at several times. Mm. It was very reminiscent of the Gwyneth Paltrow pink dress when she won the Oscar, how oh, it was yeah. like you just wanted to hike it up. And so I felt bad that every time I seemed to see her on camera, you know, she was in the background. I could see her hiking up her dress. Mm. And I just think it, that cut didn't do a lot for her. Mm-hmm. By the way, quick editor's note, it was not a Judith Lieber bag. I looked it up. And the it was anatomical, Gucci. it was Aria uh, 2021 collection. Oh, From okay. Gucci, right? Uh, I don't know. If Aria is from Gucci, then yes. Okay. We'll I, thought the whole, I thought the whole thing was Gucci, but anyway. All right. I think that kind of coming to the end of our discussion about um, the Oscars and the glam and the getting to you know, think about something different other than the pandemic and, you know. It was good to recap. Oh, it's fun to see color again. Yeah, it too. was. It definitely mm-hmm. was. Really it's definitely been lacking. But anyway, we always want to let we we want to end our shows on a style tip or a style note for our audience. Um, does anybody want have one they want to shout out or? Yeah, I would say this. I mean, you guys know my whole thing is all about. I think the things that look the best are the things that are tailored the best. So I would say one style tip for people is to take the time to have your clothes altered properly. Absolutely. It's simple things, you know, like if you're wearing a dress and it's gaping through the chest a little, it's a simple alteration. It means the shoulders need to come up a little bit. It's a quick, easy, inexpensive fix and your dress will feel like it was made for you. There you go. You heard it here first. All right. So next week, the fairy tale ends and we'll be talking about us regular folks. So in the meantime, if you want, follow us on Michael Bruce IC on Instagram Facebook and go to the website michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. We Thank will you. see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.